0: Hola, familia, and welcome back to another Victory Over podcast. I'm actually here with my best friend, Elder, soon to be Pastor, Dylan Cruz. Um, And honestly, today we're just going to talk. It's not going to be anything specific. Um, You know, we grew up together, so I'm sure there's a lot of things we could say and share. Um, But go ahead and introduce yourself yourself, sir.
1: <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Like Alina said, my name is Dylan Cruz. I'm thrilled to be on this podcast. I am her best friend. So we grew up with each other. I always tell people all the time we've known each other since we were fetuses. So
0: <laughs> and you know what? I do want to say uh Dylan actually is the host of his own podcast called Hope in the Valley Podcast. It is so good. We actually just filmed an episode yesterday and I believe that's coming out soon. Um, but there will be a whole library, I'm sure, by the time this comes out of a podcast that you can listen to. So it's it, it's so good. I mean, our conversation yesterday with, I mean, there were six of us. There was a lot of us. Um, and the conversation was so good. So I just wanted you to come on. I, honestly, guys, I literally texted and I was like, he's like, you're down to do a podcast or what? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, what time? <laughs> um, So, honestly, we have known each other for a long time. Like, a long time. What Do you remember what... How old were you when your parents brought you guys to Lighthouse? I know Matt was super young, but how old were you?
1: I honestly don't even remember. I, I, I'm i trying to figure it out. I know for a fact it was in one of our old buildings at at Lighthouse, so it had to have been when i was probably four or five maybe wow. i was young i i was very young i remember being probably around that age yeah at that church because we were part of when i we were part of the like kids ministry and then the plays and stuff so i for sure had to have been like five ish oh
0: oh yeah did not didn't isn't there like a picture with of uh if you guys don't know his brother is um evangelist matt cruz and but isn't there a picture of matt like dressed in a drummer boy's uniform or costume or something for like some christmas play um at the old old building like the orange building the 99th street wow okay so okay um that's crazy i honestly to be honest i always so if matt was like no didn't your mom say like he was like freshly like pushed out her womb <laughs> like when you guys came that means you had you had to have been almost two <laughs> that's crazy honestly um if you guys uh, are unfamiliar or have not listened to any other podcast before this obviously we are christians we are believers so this podcast will be uh, clean so if you're thinking it's gonna be something else it ain't but um i am actually like super excited for even um like every single one of our friends in our group are like going off on these adventures like podcasts and music and um traveling and evangelizing and and preaching and it's just like it's so amazing but I have like a I have you know even though we're like we're not going to be a little serious here I do have like kind of a serious question for you what is it it? (laughs) um Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh my
1: gosh, this is the question they ask you in high school when you (laughs) enter in as a freshman where you get pennies thrown at you and then you get asked that question and it's like, I don't know what I want to do in the next five years. Um, It's actually crazy because as an adult, I feel like you start thinking about a lot of different things. Um, But I think more so now as a mature adult and as I continue growing, I think I see myself settling down you know, having a family one day, getting married, um, you know, definitely have my own business. I'm studying real estate. So there's a lot of stuff that I see myself doing, but in the ideal world in five years from now, I see Dylan as a real estate agent. I see me being a businessman, Um, probably hopefully having one kid at that point. (laughs) That would be nice. Um, Gotta get married first, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I see myself definitely owning my own home. I have a lot of dreams and aspirations. So I think my five-year goal looks so different from when it was like my freshman year. My freshman year is like, okay, I have dreams, right? I want to pursue that and become this, like become an actor, become a photographer. But now as an adult, it's like, wow, I actually want to have these real things so I can actually continue building a life outside of all of those other things
0: bro I just did the math in my head first when well, I you saw me counting on my fingers <laughs> like a three year old oh. um when you said freshman year I'm like wait freshman year two thousand nine it's been thirteen years <laughs> <laughs> literally I'm disgusted that is terrifying thirteen years and we're coming up on ten years uh, of being out of high school and um honestly truthfully I do see that for yourself I mean five years even though like the last five years especially during this pandemic my god the last two years have flown by and it feels like I don't even know like it really just doesn't feel like we did anything like it just I don't know about you but it's a blur when I think of 2020 or 2021 I'm like wait what year are we even in like what are I don't have it's so confusing but honestly, the last two years have flown by that I'm sure by five years from now, you're going to have everything that you need. And as far as like a wife and kids and all that stuff. But what I really want to know is where do you see yourself? Because we don't actually like really get deep into these kind of conversations. We When we get together, it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> sarcasm and jokes and hangouts and movies and stuff like that, you know, um when we can fit those in between our busy schedules, but um even like tonight it's like 10:30 and we're doing the podcast now because it took me oh my gosh, can't even tell you how pissed I am. Cuz it took me the last hour and a half to try to figure out how to get my mic situated working in GarageBand and then I tried another system and then I tried the, like if people say that all your answers are on YouTube, it's a lie. <laughs> I found no help. Um, but either way we're here, it's working, but you know, as far as like a serious conversation, I honestly want to know, like, where do you see yourself in ministry? Because you're about to be a pastor. So things are going to change. Cause I can tell you that much. When I became a pastor, I, first of all, I really didn't understand how like, like I don't even know how serious the commitment is yeah. um, and it's something you can like it's not like a switch you can turn off and on you are a pastor the rest of your life and that's how people will address you and so you have to like act a certain way and stuff so I'm more curious like where do you see yourself in ministry as a man like as a man of God seeking a woman of God seeking a, a wife and children and like business goals and stuff like that where do you see yourself mm-hmm. in Maybe not five, but like in, in in the near future, we won't put a limit on it, but like in the near future, as far as ministry is concerned, if you even know, you don't have to know, you don't have to have all the answers, but like, if you even have an idea or a clue.
1: These are such good questions. and I'm not even lying. My palms are sweating. <laughs> um, and you're right. We don't have these conversations as often anymore just because we're, you know, adulting and both, in church, both awesome. in church and, you know, it's, it's our schedules got, you know, insanely busy and, um, I think this is such a good question because I've been really thinking about this a lot lately, especially as I creep closer and closer to graduation in May. and as Alina said, you know, I'm going to be becoming a pastor after, I, I think, five years of seminary class. It's been a while. I've taken a lot of breaks. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a lot. It, it You know, definitely is not easy by any means. I think ministry is super challenging and it is not a walk in the park by any any means necessary Um, I believe the Lord just really challenges you and tests you and um, I know it's been such a journey for me that when I get to that point it's going to be such a breath of fresh air so I think as I even now I I don't have all the answers to that question but I know this that this is a new chapter that I'm stepping into I understand that it's a brand new, heavier mantle that's going to be placed on me, um, especially in regards to anointing and all of that. Um, I guess in ministry where I've always seen myself because I always felt a call to this, um, you know, and I hate to always bring up acting, but I feel like the Lord has placed me in the entertainment industry for a purpose. And in ministry, I do truly believe that the Lord just really impressed in my heart to still be involved in anything performing arts related so where i see myself in the next couple of years is honestly overseeing performing arts at our church that's kind of something that's a burning passion in my heart it's not even a a desire it's a passion of mine and when i have those burning um, passions that are kind of you can't shut it out it's just there i know the lord is impressing in my heart to do that Um, and you know we don't always know what he has planned for us But I know that if I just continue walking where he's placing me and being obedient and I do get ordained, I know he's just going to continue guiding my footsteps. So in ministry, outside of that, I still see myself on the prayer team in a couple of years, um, hopefully leading worship, you know, with all of you guys. And uh, definitely, uh, I think one of the main things to just to wrap this all up is I know one day I'll get to the point of fulfilling um, the book that I have, you know, that I'm currently writing. And um, I think within ministry regards, I, I, I think I definitely see myself doing more public speaking, especially to... Um, young men and other people who have gone through similar situations that I've gone through in my life uh, without going into detail because I know it's going to be a separate podcast to come. But I definitely see myself leading probably a ministry in regards to those things and um, just really utilizing um, whatever the Lord wants to do with the book or any of that stuff to really tie it into ministry because it, it's being written for that purpose it's not being written for Dylan. It's being written so that other people can read that and relate to it and really apply it to their life. um, Just so it can speak to their hearts, you know?
0: And you know what I was thinking while you were talking about how like um, your parents have been steady in ministry for 25 plus years and neither one of them were saved early on in their life. And so they show like for them for, for your parents, um, excuse me, to be not raised in church like that or raised in like the traditional Latino way or culture, which is Catholic and, you know, not really being exposed to Jesus until later on in their life after having kids and or before having kids and all that stuff. And like your parents are super, super consistent. And that's kind of what made me want to ask you that question too, because we're both coming up to being almost 30. And (laughs) I know it's like, it's like a thorn in our side, but, I, you know, I think about that and I think about us getting into our thirties and, you know, life changing drastically and looking at your parents or my grandparents who have been married for, uh, almost 40 years and your parents who have been married for how long now do you know? Well, how old is Lisa? My sister's
1: 35.
0: So they've had to be married for at least that long. So, like, it's it's crazy to think, like, you, we have such great examples of consistency. And also great examples of, like, they just kind of trust the Lord and whatever. They're like, okay, well, whatever happens in our future, God will just work it out. So I think, like, it's great that you have these goals and, like, different passions in mind. Which, first of all, that's this is the first time I've, ever, I've actually heard him say um, that you have a burning passion for the performing arts at our church. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but there has been a transition in the, in the, in our performing arts ministry. Um, you know, one of the amazing pastors, Pastor Tom, who was over that for many, many, many years, um, uh, in his late seventies has passed now. He's gone on home to be with Jesus. So now there's this, there's this, Uh, transition happening in that, in that ministry, but you know, God works it all out. But just to hear you say that is, is kind of like, okay, I can kind of, I see like the Lord switching things and transitioning things because like, I mean, pastor Dan, you know, he, he just said this past weekend, I believe he said that the kingdom of God never, uh, oh my gosh, what was the word he used? The kingdom of God never, um, oh my gosh, I forgot the word now, but he he was essentially saying like, if people get out of position or when big transitions happen, the kingdom of God will never suffer. That's the word. The, The kingdom of God doesn't suffer. There's always a replacement or there's always a transition where God moves things in the way that it should be and guys if you hear my cousin Malachi in the background (laughs) absolutely screaming while he's playing video games I apologize (laughs) um but apparently he's murking people whatever that means um (laughs) um but you know I I see like the blessing and consistency but now being a pastor and and you'll get there too you're going to be there are days you're going to feel like oh my god I quit like this is too much because people really rely on you they seek you know you for guidance and and prayer I mean you already know what that feels like being on the prayer team as well um, because people come to you every Sunday asking for prayer for a multitude of different things yeah. so um, but just to hear you say that you have a passion for that is like kind of reassuring and refreshing to hear and um, and to be honest like there are, guys, there are so many things that we can talk about. We could talk about it, like, but I think there's a reason why the Lord just even had us talk about this because I think people do need to hear that it's okay if you have certain goals or dreams or ideas, the things that you want to do, and even if they don't pan out the way that you want them to, um, God always has a, like, an understudy in the wing. You know what I mean? Like if, if, you know, kind of the, the theater talk, I guess, um, not that I'm so familiar, but, um, but truthfully, God always has, I, I, people always say like, God doesn't have a plan B. He always has a plan A, but for us as his children, we always have a plan A cause we have certain expectations, yeah. but in our eyes, God always has a plan B. There's always uh what we think is our final destination is really never our final destination. God always already has something in the wings, ready to go, ready to, you know, breathe life into or teach you or guide you. And it's just more about being open. Because I know for you, like you went from being and if if you're okay with talking about this, but you went from being like so sure, so sure for years that you were like I'm moving to California. I'm I know I'm going. I'm going, forget y'all. I'm leaving. I'm going I'm going And then about two years ago, now, you literally, like, sat down and, like, had this revelation where you were, like, Mm -hmm. the Lord spoke to me in prayer. Like, I feel peace about it. And I now know, like, that's not where I'm supposed to go for whatever reason. And, but to hear you, but, like, listening to you say that at the time was, like, a a what? (laughs) Like, you've been saying you were going to go since you were 14. Um so, but I say that to say, like, what really helps in times where, like, when things are changing in a direction you didn't expect, as long as you are open to what God has for you, you're going to have peace and it's not going to feel like, man, like, I'm, I missed that opportunity or like, oh, well, maybe I should still run and go do this or th- like, you're you're going to be able to go back to that place of prayer and remember the peace that you had when the Lord gave you peace in that, like, son, I'm not calling you to go there. There are things I need you to do here. And look, in, in that two year span, jumping back on the bandwagon to go to Bible college and study. And now you're going to become a pastor and studying real estate and, and pursuing different goals. Maybe marriage isn't on the table right now. Um, or kids or all those things, but, God is always, God is a God of preparation. So there's a reason why you're going one step at a time, but I kind of want you to like touch on that a little bit because we're, we're coming close to the end of our time, but I do want you to kind of, if, if there was one thing you could say to encourage people who, um, have struggled with feeling unaccomplished. I think that's a big thing especially in our age what can you say because I'm sure we still feel it to this day but and it can be also kind of encouraging yourself but what would you say to somebody listening that has felt that they are unaccomplished whether by the age that they are now or whatever it may be but what can you tell somebody who feels like either a failure or unaccomplished and what they thought they would do or be or become what would you say
1: you're asking all the good questions tonight and <laughs> my palms are still sweaty um well you know i personally battled with this time and time again so i i definitely from a personal perspective um where i've personally felt like i was just not achieving what i thought i would or what i thought i would be doing wasn't going anywhere at all so i was just battling with the rejection and the weight of just the what ifs that were so heavy and I think from where I was coming from especially two years ago when I told you yeah I'm not going to California and you just your jaw was dropped (laughs) because I had been talking about it for so long so I do believe at one point the Lord was calling me out to California but I think there was a lot of personal healing and a lot of growth spiritually that had to take place and when that did my mindset started being transformed I believe the Lord really redirected my path to a place where I had to be because without that, I would never have gotten ordained as an elder. I would have never gone back to ministry school. I wouldn't be coming a pastor this year, right? I wouldn't be involved in ministry again. Um, Prayer team, team, praise and worship, worship, all of those things. I mean, doing the Easter drama last year was just the highlight of my year where I felt like I was exactly where i was supposed to be this entire time i just had to take so many rounds around the block (laughs) so i believe that people are right where they're supposed to exactly and i feel like if you aren't in tune with the holy spirit or you're not walking in obedience or just really resting on his will instead of our own you're gonna miss it and for me i had to keep walking around and around until i got to this place and you don't want to take detours in your life exactly and that was that was my story is walking in my own personal wilderness and now that i'm out of there i believe that you know i'm not i don't feel unaccomplished about those personal desires anymore if anything i feel so accomplished spiritually because i know that god transformed my heart and my mind and the things that used to matter don't really matter to me anymore and so for those who are listening if you feel unaccomplished or you're not achieving what you thought you would or you're, you're not where you thought you would be in this current season. I just want to encourage you right now in this moment to just lean on the Lord because his will is far greater than our personal wants, our personal dreams. And I'm preaching to myself right now because I don't always get it right, but I know for a fact that I'm exactly where I need to be, where I'm supposed to be. And It took many years to get to this point, but I know that the Lord really does honor this. And he will bring you farther than what you thought you would be. Like, I didn't imagine myself on the prayer team. Mm -hmm. I didn't imagine myself, you know, actively on the praise and worship team or becoming a pastor even. I thought I was going to be done after becoming an elder. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I say that to say, had I gone to California, I would have missed everything that the Lord had for me. And I would have went out of the wrong (laughs) exit into the wrong entrance. And I would have been outside of the will of God.
0: Honestly, it's it's so like I'll tell you guys this, like in in our normal lives, Dylan and I are very goofy. We really don't have these many deep conversations, but honestly I feel like I'm being preached at and I think um it's such a good reminder because I'll be twenty seven in two weeks. You'll be twenty seven in a month. And don't be sharing my business <laughs> like that. I um you know, and I, I mean, I was just talking to somebody about this. I can't remember if it was on your podcast or if it was just an, a, in a conversation with someone. But feeling like, man, I should really be somewhere else at twenty seven. Like, I really, I really should be. I should own a home. I should have this. I should have that. And yes, I'm I'm blessed to be able to own my own business. As we were, we are inside my spa room right now. Since I'm a I'm a licensed esthetician. If you guys don't know, um, but you know, thinking, man, I should be so much further along. But it's so good to hear and just have that reminder it's so encouraging to know that every every step we've ever made has been ordained by God or and if not it's been allowed by God so and and while you were while you were talking I was I remember um this quote um it's by an unknown um person but it says failure is not the opposite of success it's part of success and um another it's just a few quotes here a failure is not a loss; it's a gain. You learn, you change, and you grow. And then this this quote's by um, Clovis G. Chapel. Um, I'm not familiar with who that is, but it's it says it is better to make a thousand failures than to be too cowardly to even undertake anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, truthfully, so many of us are stunted by our fear before we ever even get to a place of making a decision for our future because we're so afraid and I'm right there I'm right there I understand because I'm the Lord's been like why aren't you making videos of you singing why aren't you putting your worship out there and I'm just like but Lord people will see my face like (laughs) and you know um not there's anything wrong with my face but uh (laughs) but you know just it's nerve-wracking to put yourself out there in any capacity that feels like you might breed failure um and then I just want to read the scripture as we close out um and this is such an awesome awesome conversation i'm actually glad we did this even though it took me an hour and a half to figure out this whole audio thing i'm learning as i go so thank you for being on this journey with me um but jeremiah 8 and 4 says this this is what the lord says you know if a man falls down he gets up again gets up again and if a man goes the wrong way he turns around and comes right back and uh then Proverbs twenty four sixteen says the righteous may fall seven times but still get up and I think you know we, we tend to forget that like all of our answers are in the word all of our answers are in scripture all of our answers have been written down by by the Lord and and his people and every single answer we seek is already in the Bible like we keep trying to rewrite things in our own mind but it's already there and God's already said that we will fall we will make mistakes we will fail but the righteous get up and the you know and getting up means that the joy of the Lord has to be our strength to get up um he has to be our strength so I'm so glad we had this conversation and um and this is actually a really, really good topic. Um, it was kind of organic because I really didn't have anything in mind. But I'm grateful we talked about this because if there's anything that's been on my mind lately is like, man, with my birthday coming up, Lord, have mercy. All I'm thinking about is, Jesus, I'll be 27. Help me, Lord. But everyone, and of course, you know, our our parents and grandparents are like, relax. <laughs> we're in our 60s. We're in our 50s. Just shut it. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining me and my bestie Dylan today, um, or tonight whenever you are listening. And I hope that you enjoyed this, uh, topic and this, um, this very candid conversation and we look forward to having you on and joining us in our next podcast. Thank you for listening to Victory Over Podcast. See you next time. Bye.